Although it sounds like I swallowed a duck, I'm going to do my best job today to get through the next hour plus or whatever the hell it is and tell you our thoughts about week number seven, a short week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to make our picks. Uncle Big Nick, that's coming up. Larry Holder has his thoughts on the game and what, I mean, could there be changes after this week? If the, if the Saints stink it up, lots of things to get into. And let's get into it before that duck, like, just comes out of me and I can't talk at all. Next on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends out there. God bless your hearts who have stuck with me um, a minute and 18 seconds in. If you're still here with the way that I'm talking, that's, that's straight up love. <coughs> I promise I am not going to do a whole lot of talking this morning. My monologue will be brief, and uh, I'm going to say what I think and get out. I'm going to let my guests do most of the talking. We will have Larry Holder and Uncle Big Nick on this morning. For some reason, when Uncle Big Nick recorded his segment this morning, my voice wasn't good, but it was a lot better than it is now. I don't know what happened between early this morning and now. But anyway, uh, who am I? I'm Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Picayune, the advocate, and bet.nola.com. This is Datitude, episode number 179 for a Wednesday. That's right, a special Wednesday edition, October the 18th, 2023. Um, and uh, look, I'm going to have a whole lot of Saints uh, talk coming up. My thoughts on the Saints I shared it Monday. I don't feel any different than I feel now. The way I feel about this game might might be different um, because, again, I get into it. It's one of my best bets with Uncle Big Nick. So it, it's going to be Larry first and then Uncle Big Nick, but I get into it, and I'm going to tell you what I think about this weekend. It might not be what you think. Um, look, this is a bad spot for the Jaguars. I guess it's a spoiler alert what I think, but it's really not. It's a much better spot for the Saints. The, the Saints have been a yo-yo. People have been all over them. It's funny how the, the fan base just, for some reason, this loss seems to have gotten to them more than even the Tampa Bay loss. To me, the Tampa Bay loss is way more concerning. Um, you lose to Tampa Bay like that, you get your ass kicked at home by a, a really crappy team. That's one thing. But to go into the road and lose a game where you're a one-point favorite, I mean... It was what and what, whether you win or lose. I mean, I know I predicted them to lose because it was a bad spot. It was a fourth out of five on the road. Um, they come home now. Things change. You know, next week, long week, they go to the Colts. It was just announced, breaking news this morning, that um, Anthony Richardson is going to have season-ending shoulder injury. So he's out. Saints already beat Gardner Minshew last year when they were 7-10. and 10. And that was with a much better Philadelphia team. Can be on this defense. Can they do it? We'll see. Look, we're going to get right to Larry and my thoughts on the Saints, and then we'll come back and have Uncle Big Nick for the pick segment. Larry, what is going on? 
Well, I'm curious to see the pulse of Saints fan. Uh, I'm sure you've spoken about this already. And it's uh, from just people that I've talked to and just, you know, you, you're seeing reaction throughout the uh, the internetosphere. And, Internets. The internets. <laughs> and it is harsh, I'd say. And I feel like people are actually understanding that they, the Saints are very fortunate to be 3-3 three and three at this point. They're very uh, Yeah, but, I mean, if you think about it still, I mean, they don't blow the lead in Green Bay. They should have won that game. I mean, I don't know. I really still think they, they could be 5-1. and one. Groupie makes his field goals last week. As bad as the Saints were, as horrible as the coaching has been, this team could still be 5-1. and one. Well, they also could have probably lost some games if they actually won. So, you know, you put it in that sense, like they could have lost to Tennessee. Uh, yes. It, it, it was score-wise, I mean, they won by one. I mean, here's the thing. If you are playing so poorly on offense, you put yourself in a position to be wondering how good you actually are. And, you know, I think that you see – the defense and they're probably getting to the point to where, what are we doing? We're doing all this work and the offense isn't pulling its weight. And this has happened for at least a year. Like, yeah. uh, you know, so, you know, you go back to last season. And so, uh, and now like the saints are going to be going in. I'm curious to see if Demario Davis plays like he, so if you're without him, you're in a heap because he's irreplaceable. I've, I've said this before on your podcast, he's the most irreplaceable player on the team. Like you have nobody who can fill in and and do what he does at and anywhere near that level, and so especially against a team where look Trevor Lawrence is a little banged up. I'm curious to see uh, if Travis Etienne can stay hot. I mean, if if, if Lawrence is a little banged up, you know they're going to try to use Etienne as much as they can, and so yeah, yeah. But still, you know, it's uh, like and they're both teams going in differing directions. You know, Saints have lost, have, uh, lost three of their last four. Uh, you know, you you see that the Jaguars have won a bunch in a row, and so it's it, they're they're catching each other at some some definitely some crossroad times uh, for each team. We have had uh, my emails have been definitely clicking up. By the way, if you want to comment on anything uh, and you just want to send it, and I'll read it on the pod, whether it be here in the live show or my regular podcast that comes out every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Although this week, obviously, we're here on a Wednesday. I, I will be doing a regular show on Friday. It will not be a live show. It will be a regular pod uh, doing Derry's Dime after Thursday's game, assuming I can talk better than this. Uh, Dr. Phil, Philip Catarella. Dr. Phil, he writes in, he says, Alan, no fire, no, no discipline, nice guy. He calls up Pete Carmichael, Charmichael. Can't call plays, adjust, great play chart maker, though. Uh, draft picks, not first year. Training up for Turner, panning, giving draft picks, following big bucks contracts, including Ruiz and Pete, kicker roster decisions. The poor player is a result of all of the above. Dr. Phil is not happy. No, he's definitely dissected this, and he is not happy. And uh, look, it's hard to disagree with with a lot of the points there. And you know, here, well, here's the thing. Okay, let's say. Let's say Groupie makes two his two kicks against the Saints. They still lose. 
you know, there still is 2019. Get momentum changes and such. I get it. I know. They kicked the field goal at the end. There, they don't have to get a touchdown. I, I get it. I, I know. I'm just, I, I'm just trying to calm down people for groupy. I mean, he missed one kick going into that game, and like, uh, he, without him, you're not three and three. So that's that's part. Oh, of I'm it. not blaming groupy at all. He's right. like, he's like number twenty one on the list of crap the sa- problems the Saints have. Uh, might be top 10. He might be top 10. Maybe. I, I don't think so. TDB writes in. He says, usually he'd bitch about the dumb voices I do in my show, meaning my normal pop, because, you know, I like to say, how you do that when I'm talking like I'm Dennis Allen? Usually he'd bitch about the dumb voices I do and the voice that I have right now, but not today. Coaching and management is garbage. They need to send that kicker back to the land of Lilliputians. That's all for now. That, that's kind of mean. Much, too much, too much against the kicker. Come on, come on. It, if you're scoring touchdowns in the red zone, you're not relying on the kicker. So that's there. You, there you go. You know, it's. That's See, now you're defending Groupie. I'm, I am defending Groupie. I'm. Okay. You know, I'm just saying. I'm saying, like in that game, you still don't like. It's he's not the determining factor of really why you lost last week. But I'm just saying, and you won games because of him. So well, here, my thing is, I don't know why people get so pissed off after a, a week like well, last week. The Saints are who I've been saying, what we've been saying. They are. They're they're a team that can play and beat a beat a bad team thirty four to nothing one week. Then they can play an average team the next week on the road and lose. I mean, and we'll see what we think about this week. But they're an average football team with a lower than average coaching staff doing lower than coaching average coaching staff things, and not making the most out of a roster. Why is anyone surprised? Because fans have hope. They see a great performance, and you hope it goes forward, and it was not at all, really, offensively. Like, Derek Carr is the king of empty stats. He's like Kirk Cousins. He's like Russell Wilson, the king of the empty stats. He could have these huge numbers, but doesn't none of it matters because you can't put points on the board. So it, 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 so what if, if he had 350 yards? They You're just hating. You're just I'm hating. talking reality here. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, that's that's the I, thing. It, I'm the one who's supposed to tell it like it is, you know? What am I know? supposed to be? Sunshine? I don't know, but anyone who comes to this show, and like last week people were getting pissed off at me because I said I thought the Saints would lose last week. I mean. I they'd win. I tell, it, I tell it the way that I think that it is. I'm not surprised. This team is, they are what we thought they would be. A whole bag of mixed nuts. That's what they are. I mean, but this week they could be good again. They could. Look, it's, and it's a short week. And Jacksonville's banged up. There's no doubt yeah. about it. You know, Trevor Lawrence isn't the only person dealing with injuries. Uh, I know their, their top corner, Tyson Campbell, it looks like he might not be playing. So that's a good sign. Uh, and it looks like uh, the Jaguars offensive line's a little bit banged up. So, look, it's there are reasons to think that the Saints could go into Thursday night and win. I mean, you know, oh, for it's, sure. it's in, this isn't a game where it's, you know, signed, sealed, delivered, that the Saints are going to lose. I mean, I, I, far from it. I mean, look at the spread. I mean, even though it's, you know, neutral field, Jacksonville would be favored by what, point and a half? No, the Saints and, are favored. No, I'm saying neutral field, they'd be oh, favored. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah, so well, minus one at home. Um, but, you know, so it's basically a toss-up game, and, and, that's, and that's fine. We're going to get into our predictions. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. I'm going to make you listen to the real pod 
for here my my prediction. You'll probably figure out where I'm going with it by the time we get to the end of this. But I have uh, my regular pod today. It is jam packed. It will have Uncle Big Nick on it as well. We're making our picks, and the Saints Jags game happens to be in my best bets. So it is one of my five best bets this week. Again, you'll probably figure out where I'm going with this by the end of the show. But let's, let's wait and see. Taylor Miller says, offensive line still the major concern. Defense showed up in the second half. They only gave up three points. Offense couldn't take advantage. You get in the red zone, Larry, you got to score. Oh, no question. I mean, that's been an epidemic for the Saints. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, when uh, you're so beat up and you, you don't trust the pieces that you got, I mean, you're a total mess on the offensive line. Like, it's worse than it has been this year just because, uh, I mean, Cesar Ruiz had to play tackle. I mean, come on. How, yeah. that, that, that should that never terrible. Have to happen. That should never have to happen. I mean, yeah. I get injuries and such, but still. Uh, you don't use foresight. And then he's got to play. I mean, that, that's not good. The coaching and the administration did not use enough foresight to put together a plan. They thought they were okay. They were resting on their laurels at offensive line. And it shows it's coming back to bite them in the ass. You cannot rest on your laurels. There was no reason to think that this offensive line, which was ranked by most people in the bottom seven to eight before the season began, that you didn't need to improve there. No, we talked about this before. You want to draft per se with your first pick? Fine. You think defensive line is where you need to go? Fine. I don't agree with you, but fine. But your second pick has got to be an offensive lineman. You can't draft another defensive lineman with your second pick. It made no sense. And Foskey has contributed nada to this team. It's insanely piss poor. Well, Foskey hasn't had to produce because you're actually getting production from your opposite starting uh, edge rusher. So that's good, at least, uh, that Foskey doesn't have to play. But I yeah. get what you're saying here. Well, you're banking on Penning being good. Like that's you're banking on insanely uh, dumb. I don't know if that's insanely dumb, but you, you're banking on a first round pick that you, you like you you invested in it. You got to give him a shot. I mean, that's you don't just do what trial it is. by fire if you think you can be good. And Dennis Allen used the term trial by fire. If you didn't hear my my show on Monday, then then fine. But that's that's I went into that for five minutes. You cannot do trial by fire. At left tackle, if you think your team is good, you do trial by fire on a team you think is sucks, and you're going to have a top ten draft pick next year. That's when you do trial by fire. But no team that's worth a damn does trial by fire at left tackle. I get it, and yeah, Surrey, dis- Surrey disagrees. I think, by the way, it, but it's just what what choice did they have? They were, I mean, like, what were they going to do? Draft a tackle in the draft. Start, draft a tackle and then start the rookie over the second-year player that you, you drafted. Like, The worst thing that can happen is if you draft a tackle, okay? If you want to start penning, fine. If you think he's going to be good enough to start, start him. But you still, you can't have enough depth on the offensive line. And the Saints didn't have any anyway. I understand you went and got Trey Turner, and he got hurt in a week into the, into camp. You didn't expect that. And you got depth at guard, but you had no tackle depth. James Hurst is not the only insurance. You needed more insurance there. Even if you thought you were okay, you still need more insurance on offensive line. They don't ever, I mean, since Peyton is gone, and I'll say don't ever, it's only been two years, but they just completely disregard the O-line. What did Peyton always have here? Great offensive linemen. They have just like tossed it out the window since he's gone. 
I will put it to you this way. If you're talking about, all right, look, the Saints draft an offensive lineman. I'm going, I'm looking up right now what happened in the draft this year. Uh, the offensive line top tier players, I mean, they're, they didn't really exist. It was right. not a great year for offensive linemen. So if you're bad, if you're, if your solution was draft an offensive lineman and start them ahead of pinning, uh, you might, it might even be worse than what it is now. You talk about real trial by fire. I mean, that's what it would have been. So, you know, the saints, like, I think they would just kind of, here's part of the problems. Like you had to, you were, you were kind of stuck with what you have to do and what you had. And, and you had to lean on your investment at, at left tackle. Same thing at quarterback. You had to get the best guy that you could in the situation you were handed, and that is Derek Carr. And Derek Carr is middle of the road, and I've said it a million times. He's top 12 at best. Uh, he is Kirk Cousins, literally in the story I have today, in my, in my, uh, through six weeks of the season. Uh, Kirk Cousins in, in, my, in the rankings using metrics and Kirk such. Kirk Cousins has time to throw the ball. Kirk Cousins is 17. Derek Carr is 18. They're the same guy. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, Derek Cousins I mean, has time to throw the ball. But uh, when, look, even when Derek Carr has had time to throw it in the past to the same guy, like the ceiling is the same. Like, so it's, I, I, look, I get all of what you're saying. Like the offensive line's not good. I'm, I'm not trying to, but let's, you know, Derek Carr's not great either. So let's, it's all, it's all a struggle. But if he had more time to, to, to throw the ball, that would also, if your offensive line was better, you could probably run the ball better. So you add it all up, and it would help success on the offensive uh, on the offensive side of football. But I don't. There's no solution right now. Like so, you're it's, no. There's not. You're, you're stuck this whole year. 100. percent You're stuck. You put yourself in this place where you're stuck. I mean, so in answer to your question, would I just give up on Trevor Penning? Yeah, he sucks. I mean, it, it only took five games to saw that he was terrible. I mean, I'm sorry. If you screw up, if you go and you make a bad bet, okay, and you see it's a bad bet, do you bet on the same team the next week? I mean, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if they suck, you don't bet on them again. It's a bad bet. Penning was terrible. You can just admit you made a bad pick and move on. Not saying you got to cut him. You can admit it after this year. Like, you got to give him – a viable chance. They've we got to watch him. this crap for another 11 Well, they games. benched him. Here's the thing. They benched him, so they're trying not to play him. They didn't want to play him last week, so they're trying to tell to do what you're asking. They're trying not to play him. Yeah, well, guess what? The old trial. Dennis Allen, somebody gave him truth serum. Trial by fire. Well, guess what? Fire, buddy. That's the key word. You're going to get fired. I mean, you're going you're gonna to go down with the ship with Pete Carmichael. You and Pete Carmichael... You can use the trial by fire. You're the one that's going to get fired. Trevor Penning will probably still be here next year as a backup. You'll be fired. So there you go. So yes, I don't think Dennis will be fired. But yes, Dennis Henderson, my my nerves are aggravated. There will be a fall guy. It'll be Pete Carmichael. It could be Doug Marone. I mean, their offensive line coach. Like those guys could be the fall guys, and then you fire the head coach. Like that's we've seen that in 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 multiple Saints and multiple. One thing I've said a thousand times. The Bensons are loyal to a fault. And I mean, to a fault, 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 like the San Andreas fault. So, I mean, Dennis, this team's going to have to go six and 11 for Allen to be fired. That's how I, they, I mean, seriously. No, I agree. They, they have to you know, because, well, because here's the thing, like we're taught, we're saying all of this and they're a half game out of first place. 
Uh, Tampa's going to yeah. run into a tougher stretch of the schedule. That's true. Tampa, Tampa still loses. the best team in the division. I would agree there. They're, I think they've underachieved no a little bit. Zero doubt. They're, look, they're, still, they're still the team that should win the division. So, I agree. You know, that's you're not going to fire the head coach if if that happens. Oh, I, I don't disagree. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I, I agree. I Look, the Saints are plus 160 right now to win the division. That is like, to me, in my opinion, free money. As bad as the Saints are, I think they win this division easily when all is said and done. I think Tampa Bay is highly overrated. I think it's the Saints or Atlanta right now. And am I betting on Desmond Ritter? Hell no. I hell no. So, I mean, Dennis is saying uh, the season ticket. Nope. You're wrong, Dennis. They don't give a damn. I mean, I know they care about it, but that's not going to change. That won't change one iota. Ticket sales drop. Jim Hazlitt sucked. They kept Jim Hazlitt. The only reason why they fired him is Katrina came here, and they went 3-13. and 13. It's literally the only reason why he got fired. They don't care about that. This week, let's get to Jacksonville. We talked about it a little bit. Trevor Lawrence banged up. Even if he plays, he's going to play with a knee brace on his left knee. How will it affect him? How will it affect Jacksonville? I definitely think it will affect him. I mean, look, he's certainly known to be a mobile guy. Uh, and uh, we'll just heads up breaking news as we're doing this, that the Colts officially will shelve Anthony Richardson for the year. So whenever they face the Colts, it'll be Gardner Minshew, uh, which will happen two like weeks, two weeks. So, yep. uh, so we that's can't. happening. That's happening right now. Uh, but yeah, look, I, that definitely, uh, Lawrence is known for his mobility, so that could affect things. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, they've been able to lean on Travis Etienne a lot lately. Uh, let's see if the Saints, they know that's going to be coming, see if they can hold up there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think – and Lawrence has been good at times and not so good at times. Uh, we, uh, in, uh, people are going to think I'm nuts, but, I mean, I'm just – a lot of the, the rankings I did that in my story that's out today – comes it's metrics based and believe it or not Derek Carr is rated higher than Trevor Lawrence really well I agree with that and but I find that interesting by a couple of spots by a couple of spots a lot of it is Trevor Lawrence uh struggles on third down and and some other situations so like like his his quarterback rating is um eight points higher but his EPA rate is a couple of ticks lower. He also struggles more against uh, – he struggles against the blitz, uh, not great on third down. Uh, so a lot of that is, is, is situational uh, in, in those terms. But, uh, you know, he's kind of helped will them to wins. And, I mean, you know, that's something that yeah. uh, Jacksonville's defense is, is – is, is, really is, is, it, it's, it's not bad, but it's not great. Uh, but well, they're a mixed bag. They're a mixed bag. Here's why I would agree with what my naked eye would agree with your assessment, because if you look at their passing offense, their 12th, their offensive line is much better than the Saints' offensive line. Although, again, like you said, they have injuries. So, will they be this week? I'm not sure. The Saints' passing offense is 15th in the NFL, and Derek Carr's had no time to throw the ball, which is why people need to. I mean, I'm talking about everybody. Stop blaming Derek Carr for anything. It's not Derek Carr's fault at all. I mean, any you could take the best quarterback in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes would have to do Patrick Mahomes kind of things with this offensive line. 
I'm not going to say Derek Carr gets zero blame, but the byproduct of the offensive line, you're not, I don't, yeah, I don't care who's back there. Uh, if, if you're getting pressure, imagine if like someone like, say Tom Brady's back there, who's not super mobile, or Peyton Manning was back there. I mean, it'd be getting, it'd be a pinata. So, oh, well, yeah. That's true. yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but you know, Derek Carr isn't blameless. I mean, but he's, 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 he's had a way down the list, way down the list. He's down the list. I, you know, you could point to one through five and name every offensive lineman. And Barry, yeah, Barry yeah. writes in and says the Saints need to go six and five to have a winning season. It's going to be tough. Uh, a, um, it's not going to be tough, Barry. This, if if you haven't looked at the schedule, they the Saints literally have the easiest remaining schedule I think of any team in the NFL. So uh, they play some awful quarterbacks going down the stretch. Uh, this the quarterback they were supposed to play Thursday, whether they play him or not. It's probably the best one they got left, unless you want to say Kirk Cousins is better. They play some bad quarterbacks going down the rest of the way. So I think going six, if the Saints only go six and five the rest of the way, they played like absolute dog doo-doo, okay? That, that's my opinion. But so I don't think it's going to be tough. And B, uh, you might not need a winning record to win this division. The Saints, I mean, eight and nine might be good enough, you know? I'm going through the, the schedule right now. I, as of right now, uh, I think uh, the Saints have two games against teams with a winning record. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think the Rams are a winning record. And they, I'm like, the, it's the only one to question me. You play Atlanta twice. Who's Here, three, I'll show oh, this. I have my old Tampa, Tampa's three. You know, Tampa's the old, There's the old schedule from before. It's, it's no different now, so I can still show it. Yeah. We just don't have the results on there. And so, you know, Indianapolis – Again, you're talking about without Anthony Richardson, Saints beat Gardner Minshew last year. Chicago's terrible. Their defense is awful. They're a one-win football team that's lost 15 of their last 16 games. Minnesota's not any good. Atlanta, we know Atlanta. They're average at best. Detroit's very good. So Jared Goff is actually the best quarterback they'll face. Um, Carolina, the Giants, the Rams, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, all stink. So to me, the only good teams on there are Jacksonville and Detroit. Those are the only two good teams on there. But you're also banking on the Saints not, like, stubbing their toe against someone like, say, Carolina. Say if Bryce Young's starting to put it together by that point in time. Like, say, uh, I don't know, say the Falcons move on to Trevor, uh, to Taylor Heineke, and they're better. Like, you know, you know some of these things. I, you know, I, but no, I, But I get your point. Like, you look at... Roster to roster, like the Saints are more talented than than everyone any, on there except Detroit. Everyone on, except and maybe Jackson, maybe Jacksonville's one and one. Um, okay. So and to answer Dennis's question and to go on what on what Barry said a little bit, I am telling you right now, as down as I've been, as pissed off as I am, I'd be very surprised if the Saints don't win nine games. I mean, very surprised that they should win nine games against that crappy schedule. So yes. I expect them to beat teams like the Giants. I beat them. Expect them to beat the Falcons. Expect them to beat Tampa Bay again, like they didn't the first time. So that's my answer to that. Say the say, look. Say if if we just routed off games. Say they lose four the rest of the way. Then what are they? Um, ten and six. Uh, ten and seven. Ten and seven. Right. Yeah. And I mean, you know, that's the thing. Like the Saints are still in this. And it's it's weird. They're in because, it because their defense, their defense alone is going to keep them in this thing. 
Oh, for sure. Like, well, you know, like stay healthy. I mean, that's the thing. But you know, that's a, it's it's something that it's a weird, probably set of emotions for Saints fans, knowing that they're not in the talk of winning a Super Bowl. No, they're in the talk of winning a, a bad division, and then that's it. So it's kind of like. Hooray for tenth place in the NFL! Hooray! Look, you take what you can get. It beats seven and ten. It does. It beats seven and ten. I mean, I know people want them to lose on purpose, which is completely asinine. You don't ever root for a team to lose ever. You don't ever root for your team. Oh, if they lose this game, they'll get just because they get a better pick in number doesn't mean they're going to do the right thing with it. So you don't ever root for your team to lose. You could have the number one pick. And the number 12 pick might be better. You might be better off with the 12th pick. Who knows? So anyway, I, I hate losing on purpose. People say that just absurdly stupid, uh, in my opinion. Anyway, I don't even remember what I was saying. Saints this week against the Jaguars. I do think it's a good matchup. Uh, the Saints should be able to throw. We had a comment about throwing the ball more downfield. I do. Th- look. They're already 31st against the pass. They lose they're without the top corner. I don't think they have a great pass rush anyway. I think the Saints ought to be able to throw some deep balls. This is If you play DFS, Olave might be a good pick on Thursday night. The one person that can affect the game defensively in a pass rush is Josh Allen. Uh, yep. Other than that, yep. Yep. It's, it's not great. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, you talk about missing on a pick. Uh, you think Jacksonville saying, "Man, this Trevon Walker guy. Maybe, maybe we should have gone with the number two pick, Aiden Hutchinson, who was a monster in college and is now a monster in the NFL and helping Detroit uh, be a, a legit contender in the NFC and actually to get to the Super Bowl, maybe win yeah. the thing." Uh, there, that's going to be one of those, uh, you know, like what is it, uh, uh, Greg Oden. Kevin Durant picks, uh, you know, uh, know, one of those things where it's just like, what happened? For sure. sure. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. And look, Jacksonville's made their share of mistakes. Trust me, they they just goes to show. Getting the number one pick or a top five pick even doesn't mean you're going to do the right thing with it. So why would you root for your team to lose? Who do you think they're going to get? They can get Caleb Williams. So so what? How do you know? First of all, they're not going to. Go out and get a quarterback that's spending $40 million a year in Derrick. They've Hall. already won too many games to have that. Exactly. That can happen. <laughs> Valerie says they should bring over Hunter Renfro, who isn't being used, get him for a six-round pick. Maybe. He could work the middle of the field. Has a great chemistry with Derek Carr. Kind of said that before the season started. I think it's too late now. The trade deadline over. No, hasn't. No? it's not over yet. It's coming up, though, quick. Uh, I think in the next week, week and a half. But, yeah, look, he's someone who I would think, like, well, here's the thing. Okay, you get Hunter Renfro. I get it. He would fit in the offense. But if you don't have time to throw him the football, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, it, that's. Yeah, if they want to get any, anything, they ought to go get a lineman, which they're not going to do, by the way. Uh, they're just, first of all, there really aren't any linemen to get. I never understood why they didn't go try to get Lyle Collins. I mean, is that, dude, that. That's He's still fun. floating out there. I mean, anyway. why is he? I mean, first of all, he can't be any worse than what's going on. Valerie says Halloween's a trade deadline. Okay. Right. Okay, so, but still, I, I don't, I mean, the, to me, that's what I would love to see them do at the trade line, deadline, go get an offensive lineman, we'll see. Well, I'll tell you, uh, on our league-wide outlook of, like, uh, you know, players, uh, each team could trade, Yeah. no one named an offensive lineman, so guess what? There's none. Like, no, there are, right. 
that's not available. Like, here's the thing. Here's a tradable offensive lineman that, like, the Saints could sucker someone in to get Andres Pete by name recognition, mm-hmm. Pro Bowl, accolades, whatever you want to call it alone. But, I mean, that's not happening. No, nah, that ship sailed. They're, they're the, I mean, uh, that's another, you know, you want another example Example 157 of why this administration has just been awful since Sean Payton left. I mean, you pay Andrews P, what, $54 million? Are you insane? Are you insane? I mean, and people get, you know, I mean, a lot of times I, I blow people off with some of the things they say and roll my eyes, but how can you roll your eyes, Andrews P? Who pays $54 million? That was that a deal? bad deal from the start. That's that, I, I've never, uh, drafting him, was a bad deal from the start. So much so, right. where Sean, because uh, this eight is years when, later, we're still talking about it. Back when I was uh, uh, when in the Times Picayune at the time, uh, as a Saints columnist, uh, I panned the pick. And Sean Payton, years and years and years later, said he wanted to call me, call me up the next morning and choke me through the phone because I ripped the pick. And I'm not wrong. Sorry. Not wrong. No, you're not. <laughs> he said, uh, Dennis says Anderson had some dirt on somebody. Uh, look, Charles, look, here's my thing. You talk about being more optimistic. I'm not optimistic. I've been, I've been a realist my entire life. You can hate people hate me when I say the Saints suck when they're doing well and don't get too excited. And sometimes when they're doing bad, they're really not that doing that bad. I mean, think about there's probably 12 other teams, maybe more than 12. That would much rather be the Saints than the, the team they have. New England sucks. They would rather be the Saints right now. I mean, you want to go through the list. The Giants suck. They'd rather be the Saints right now. The Panthers suck. They'd rather be. I mean, you go to a whole list of teams. So this, it's not that bad. They're three and three. They're not good. But I think their talent is better than average. Their execution is way worse than average. So you look at the numbers on the screen. Again, defense alone is going to keep them in the games. And this week's probably no different. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be toss-up games, though. Like, Atlanta games are going to be toss-up. They're not going to lose all the toss-up games. No, they're not. But that's the thing. Like, you can't say, all right, you play Atlanta, you're going to win. Like, that's a toss-up game. Tampa's going to be a toss-up game. Uh, You know, it's uh, the Rams are going to be a toss-up game. Like, so you could say, all right, they could have a slight edge on teams, but a lot of these games are going to be more toss-up games just because the Saints are average and a lot of these other teams are – Around the Saints, a little worse, maybe a smidge better, depending on where we're catching uh, uh, each team within the season. And so it's, it, it, you know, talent wise, you would think the Saints are better. But execution wise, uh, if you're not doing it, what, what good is your talent? So I think yeah. it comes down more to that than, uh, than the people you actually have on the roster. All right. Well, I have a monologue still to put. I'm going to tell you again, uh, my official pick is going to come in the regular podcast. Go search podcast wherever you get them. Search for Datitude. You will find it there. And I mean anywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you look for your podcast, search for Datitude. That's where my pick is going to be. That being said, I'll give you a spoiler alert. Again, it's it's a bad spot, Larry, for the Jaguars. And I, the reason why it's a bad spot for the Jags, not just because of Trevor Lawrence and their other injuries, but they spent 10 days in London. They come back, they get a home game against a division foe that they beat the crap out of. Every time they play them at home, even when they're bad, they beat them. And now they got to go on the road in a short week after all of that stuff. Just, it's a much better spot for the Saints coming home, 
after four out of five on the road than it is for Jacksonville. Well, I'm picking the Jaguars after all of, the, of what you just said. Uh, I just don't trust the Saints. I mean, that's just it. Like, but you trust Jacksonville? Yes, I trust them more than I do the Saints. Uh, and look, they're one three in a row. Uh, look, beat Buffalo along the way. Uh, so yeah, I, so I just I'm just coming down to who do I trust more, and I trust Jacksonville more right now. Might not be by a ton, but that's what I'm doing. And that's uh, I'm taking taking Jacksonville. Hey, well, you know we we've differed before, and I'm not saying we're different now. But you know, one thing I like to look at, especially about this time of year when we start getting to a point where you are what your record says you are. And I think we're there. I think pretty much when you get to the third poll, you are what your record says you are. You are what your rankings say you are. You Jaguars, you add them up. 21 and 13 is 34. So the lower the number, the better. The Saints, you add up 20 and 5, you get 25. I think the Saints are a better football team than Jaguars. Um, They were a three-point favorite. Now that it's known that Lawrence probably will play, it went back to minus one. We'll see. Uh, I will tell. I will say this. I think this is the week that that streak of twelve in a row, the under hitting, is over. I actually think they're going to be points scored in this game. I didn't predict a score. I guess I should predict a score. Yeah, you should. All right. I will go. Jacksonville, twenty-seven. Saints, twenty. All right. Well, what are you going to do? There's no, you won't be on Datitude on Friday this week. Um, it's going to be weird for you. I know. I'll be on TV again. That doesn't change. You will be on TV. In fact, you're going to be on TV at a at like the time you would normally do Datitude, right? Yes, that's which is partially why we're doing it today. But I mean, it, it, like, otherwise we would have done it. Maybe I don't know. We would maybe we would have done a post game, but we always preview it. So I don't know. It would have been up to you, my friend. I just hope my voice is back by Friday. So if they do choke and they stink, that I, you know, I can do what I do best, and that's like yell at a microphone with no one here. You know, my, if my daughters were home last Friday because they were off of school, and they're like, "Daddy, you were in there. There's nobody in there, and you're yelling. Who are you yelling at? <laughs> yelling at the thousands of people that that listen to Datitude." Valerie says before we go, she says. I hope we're, I mean, I'm assuming she means the Saints, is four and three, mini-buy. Uh, it is a mini-buy. They can fix some things. Um, when's Jawan Johnson coming back? Do we know? That I don't know. Uh, Jamal Williams should be back a, after this week. That'll help the Saints run in game. You would think the offensive line's going to get healthier. They go to the Colts. They're, they have their own issues. Who knows? Maybe it'll get better. Maybe exactly. I'll get better. Maybe we'll all get better. Who knows? Maybe uh, we'll get better in agreeing on a pick because we've been we've conflicted uh, a few times this year. I like and on our conflicting, it's like it's really been fifty fifty. Where like I, you know, I've been right once, you've been right once when we we conflict. But you know, it's it's really just been a season of who knows what Saints seems coming out. I mean, we'll say this: it's a season on the brink. Um, this is a crucial time in this series, a crucial moment. Uh, the Saints either start playing football or you, some of our writers, commenters are right. It's not going to matter. If you don't start playing football now, you, you can't do what you did last year and just kind of like fade off into the sunset and decide, okay, wait, now we want to play ball and we'll be better. I'm wondering, and I'm not trying to be an alarmist, but if the Saints' offense is awful on Thursday night, 
and you're at sort of a mini bye week, do you make a change then? Look, it's I got to be on the table. I will I say, oh, it's definitely on the table. And I would say, hey, look, reading through the tea leaves, I think Dennis Allen realizes what I've been saying and what you've kind of cryptically been saying without saying it. Do you want to go down with the Pete Carmichael ship? That's the question I ask. I think he realizes that he doesn't want to. So I think that if they have a really bad offensive week again, I think it's possible. And I think you elevate Ronald Curry to OC. We'll see I mean, what that's what, that would be the move. I mean, like we've seen it's, it's happened before involving Dennis Allen. But it's been a, it's been a minute. But yeah, and that and that was uh, going into a bye week where they made a change of the coordinator. Uh, but that was a tipping point. I mean, this could be a tipping point. I mean, that's something that, like, if this, like I said, if the Saints offensively struggle, I mean, would that has to be on the table? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it wouldn't be a stunner if it if it did. If look, if they scored if, like 13 points and were miserable again, I mean, come yeah, on. and lose 23 to 13, yeah. I mean, you got to make a change. Look, right. if I've said it before. Dennis Allen gets fired this time, not getting a head coaching job ever again. This is oh, the last man. one. Last one. So you you better treat this one with, like, your life depends on it if you love doing this. I mean, if you don't care and you, you're okay with being a coordinator, then sure. Go ahead, stink it up. That's up to you. But, uh, we'll see. All right, well, we'll talk to you a week from Friday. A long break for you too, my friend. Did I freeze up? Oh, I thought you were stopping it. No, no, I was going to, but I was going to give you this, <laughs> good live I was, moment. I was going to give you the chance to say goodbye before we, you know. Goodbye. The fun of live radio, whatever it is. That's what it was. All right. Maybe if I talk lower. See, I noticed that I'm not trying to strain my voice and I'm just talking with this light, easy, like, what's his name? Bob, whatever is Bob the painter. What's his name? Yeah. Maybe if I color and Blues and grays, and I just turn up the volume in air. Whatever. That doesn't work for me. Nobody wants to hear me talking like that. That's not who I am. All right, let's move on to Uncle Big Nick. Uh, we give our best bets of the week. I've pretty much told you what I think about the Saints. But, the, again, the Saints are in my best bets. Maybe I like them. Maybe I don't. Whatever it is, I'm going to give you my reason why. And, look, we're on fire. We went 8-2 and two last week. We were, like, plus 160 for the week. Um can we do it again? Gonna find out. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? Mom, can we please? Well, of course she wants us to make picks. We're winning. We're winning. Where are you people? If you're not listening, you ain't winning. Big Nick and I are on a roll, and we've had... We had Nick, I think we had the best week we ever had this past week, week six. Very kind to us. We were both four and one. We were just a smidge away from being five and oh each. I was plus 80 for the week. You were plus 83 for the week. Your only miss was uh, LSU Auburn under 60. My only miss was uh, Moneyline Parlay. I still hate Nick Seriani. Yes, I'm pissed off. Jacksonville over, uh, Jacksonville over Indy. Philly over the Jets. For some reason, Sirianni lost his mind at the end of that game. It is what it is. You even hit your parlay. The Washington money line over 67. We are on a roll. Can we do it again? 
I mean, you want to just read my picks, or should I talk? Because I mean, it seems like I do a lot better. Oh, when I know. Read it. Yeah, when I read when I read your, you weren't here last week. You were in Vegas, and uh, hopefully, you did as well in Vegas as you did here on on the show. I can do a whole segment of Scott Van Pelt's bad beats on my bets in Vegas. You know, last week was one of those hook weeks. I write about it in my column that is coming out tomorrow. Uh, we're doing the show on a Wednesday because. Well, the Saints screwed everything up. They have an early week, so we have an early week. Uh, my, my picks column still coming out tomorrow. Oh, I just realized that's why we're doing this on Wednesday. Yeah, 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 that's right. Larry Holder was was right before you, in case you didn't know. But, so there you go. <laughs> a little longer show than normal. Anyway, we're going to get to the picks. If you're new to this, uh, the way we do it is we allot ourselves $100 a week plus juice. So basically 110 um, we make our five best picks of the week, and we again we have been doing pretty well overall this season. I am up 128 uh, fake dollars. You, after a really brutal start where you had a minus 68 in week one for the season, you're now plus 49. So if people are following our picks, especially if they ignored week one, they are rolling with us. Let's keep on rolling. Oh, right. last week was last week was so bad in fake. In Vegas with the bet, with the the last bet I made, just to tell you how bad it was, was New England plus three. Ouch! Lost it on lost oh, it on safety. that safety. After Devontae Parker dropped oh, the, 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 old the best safety. pass Mac Jones probably ever threw in his life. Oh, the safety I think Parker, got there. I think Parker dropped that pass because he had no idea that Mac Jones was going to hit him in the hands like that. Well, I had He's that... like, what does this thing hit me in the hand? Oh, it's the football. Yeah, I had that in a teaser, um, so I had eight and a half. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, New the England last bet three. for my five-team parlay was Philly. York yeah, mess up. It didn't. LSU. I'm yelling. I'm at Stadium Swim at Circa, and I'm yelling at the TV. But LSU up forty-one Stop to eighteen. Scoring. Jane Daniels is in the game running draws. Why? Because they're tired of hearing. How- they're tired of hearing the crap about Jaden Daniels, and they're trying to get him the Heisman. They're going to score whenever they can. It's hard but to bet on LSU. In, I don't under. want him to get hurt. Is what my I opinion. understand that, but they're still trying to win him the Heisman because, really, in the grand scheme of things, what's LSU going to win this year? I mean, theoretically, they still have a chance to win an SC championship, but let's get real. Uh, they still have a chance to get in a New Year's Six Bowl. Probably not going to happen, but possible. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you might as well give your star quarterback a chance to win the Heisman. That's and nobody's even talking about him for the Heisman, but his stats are. Well, they should be. They should be. All right, let's get to the picks. Uh, we are going to try to do it again. Let's see if we can go 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh this week. We're going to start with you from we, as we usually do. Last week I started from high to low, uh, so I probably should stick with that. But I'm going to go back because I've got OCD or ADHD or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to go back to the way it's supposed to be. Why the lowest why for I know. It's only superstitious if it don't work. Yeah, well, we'll see how it works this week. Your $10 pick is a parlay. Yeah, Missouri over 60 and Tennessee playing Alabama under 49. Missouri's playing South Carolina. South Carolina gave up 450 passing yards to somebody named Mintz yeah. that throws the ball for Florida. Right. I mean, what's Mizzou going to do to him? Mizzou's overs are 6-1 this year. Yeah. South Carolina since 2020. 13 of 17 road games have gone over. Yeah. Like, I just see a lot of scoring in that game, and I don't see any scoring in this bad quarterback bowl between Milrow and Milton. I love Alabama that. has a hell of a secondary. This ain't going to be a shootout. They're in Bama. This is only Tennessee's second road game of the year. You believe that? 
Yeah, and LSU's only had three home games. Yeah, and Tennessee, last time they were on the road, they went to Florida and got killed. All so right. Alabama lost to Tennessee last year. I, I think they just, I think this is like 30 to 10 or fully something like that. I fully endorse it. I'm on. In fact, last week uh, when I was reading your picks, I was like, I think I was on your picks more than I've ever been. Uh, I was really on all of your picks last week. I loved them. You're I, just trying to s- somehow take credit for my four and one. No, I really not. I just said out. And, I, and now you, you can go. You can go to him. You can listen to me. What I, said. <laughs> I did listen to it. I, I was I was all over it. I thought it was great. Uh, and I'm on this one. Ten to win twenty six. Missouri. Over 60 against South Carolina, Tennessee under 49 against Alabama. My, I also have a $10 pick. It's a money line pick in the NFL. I'm staying in my lane. I'm staying in my lane with the NFL. All my picks are NFL. Um, money line Atlanta plus 120 over Tampa Bay. That means you got to bet $10 to win 12. That's what I'm doing here. I think Atlanta is that I don't understand why Atlanta is the underdog here. Tampa Bay, I keep saying. People are overrating them because their record is three and two. Um, other than the Saints, I don't really think they played a, that great of any game. Um, they got killed last week by a much better Detroit team. Atlanta's not Detroit, um, but Atlanta's better than Tampa Bay. And Desmond Ritter, we hear about how much better he does at home than he does. Desmond Ritter. Ritter won somebody a million last week. Desmond Ritter sucks. DFS. Desmond Ritter sucks. Okay. But let me just tell you, he's not. They're going to remember they have Bijan Robinson. He's Bijan Robinson's going to run all over Tampa Bay. Like Tyler Algier last year, by the way, ran for 126 yards against. Yeah, Ritter's showing signs of life now. Like he's actually throwing forward passes good. Pitts had a good game last week. London had a good game last week. So people might have to start respecting him a little bit, and that might open up the run game for this team. I love how you said he's just starting to pass good. He is. Like he was terrible for a while. Still terrible. He's still terrible, but he's. Short but they don't have to be improvement. They don't have to be good to be Tampa Bay. If he By the won way, me a million last week. I bought his jersey. You know what I love about uh, this game right here, Atlanta Tampa Bay. It, uh, remember the last what I sent you last week? The NFC South cannot go zero and four this week. Yeah. They sim- They just can't. <laughs> it's impossible. All right, moving on. You you got a pro pick here. You're staying. You're going to get out of your lane, and you're picking your favorite team. Yeah, San Fran minus seven on Monday night. It's plus 100, which kind of scares me. Like, why are they giving me plus money on the minus seven? So uh, that that should be a red flag right there. But I just think the team's pissed off, and I hate this Minnesota team. Minnesota's losing every game they won last year in different ways. Kirk Cousin, we all know his primetime stats, and everybody's kind of injured for Frisco, but we got a bunch of good news last week, last night with McCaffrey's not as bad. Debo's not as bad. All of them are predicted to play Monday night. And I just can see them crushing this Minnesota team. Yeah. Well, you were giving me grief for like, just trying to jump on your bed and why I going to take credit. Well, I'm, I don't like this pick at all. Uh, in fact, cha-ching, uh, we, the guys we listen to, they have their crossfire segment. If we ever want to jump on the bandwagon and go against you, they bet three hundred dollars when they go crossfire, but I'll just bet you thirty. I, I'll take Minnesota. Thirty, no big, straight up. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Minnesota plus seven. And it's a seven, no matter what. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, no matter what, plus seven. Even if it goes to seven and a half, I still got seven. If it goes to six and a half, I still got seven. Um, I think I, them them losing to Cleveland last week was the most predictable loss of the season for me. Like it just 
it, it just set up perfect. Yeah, predicted rain, it was the my weather. number one pick. Yeah, I, I bet the money line in Vegas. I bet plus nine in Vegas. Like everybody's messing with me about them losing. I'm like, I don't care. I, I seen it coming like an air going defeated, and now everybody thinks Purdy's a bad quarterback. I mean, it's it's just insane yeah. how fast. I don't, I don't think Purdy's a bad quarterback, but I, whether these guys play or don't play, I think the fact that they're injured and have to be on the road again, back-to-back weeks um, on a Monday night. I just, I just don't think, I don't think Minnesota can stop Mason, Kittle, and Ayuk. They're healthy. And everybody's talking about Purdy. Purdy drove him down the field, and the guy missed the field goal. Like, what if Vinatieri missed a bunch of Brady's field goals? Where was his record be? I mean, it I know I'm not comparing Purdy to Brady. Less I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, just saying that. I mean, Brady gets him down there. The kicker got to do his job. But Purdy got him down there. Kicker didn't do his job. No, I, I hear you, and I understand where you're coming from. I just think that uh, I, I'm I'm not usually, not always, but I'm not usually a fan of, you know, a guy, they, they a really good team was terrible last week. They're going to be pissed off. That means they got to be better next week. I hate the got to be better. No one's got to be anything. Uh, that's just, I've, I've never, sometimes, yeah. Um, but I just think a flat spot last week was, you're right. I think it was the easy, this one's nowhere near as easy as last week. I agree with you. Yeah. I thought la- I thought last week was free money. And this I had, is, to me, this is more about the team they play in than them being pissed off. I just think this Minnesota team isn't good. Yeah, no, I, I could, I, and I understand that. I just, uh, I think that... Um, Especially with Jefferson out. Like, I think they just gave up. Yeah, I don't think they gave up. And I, I think they're in a spot where they're going to, they're, I think they're going to fight their tails off. And they actually like the under as much as I like Minnesota. So, I don't know. It's not in my, my best Tom bet. Unders, they're like ridiculous. It's not my best, it's not in my best bets. Um, but I like Minnesota here. And I know Kirk Cousins sucks in prime time. I don't think Minnesota is going to win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be within that seven. So, we'll see. Is right. You can brag next week if you're right. All right, my my twenty. Oh, I will. That I was twenty dollars next week. It'll be that, Monday night. That was twenty dollars <laughs> to win twenty. Um, my next pick is Chargers plus five and a half over Kansas City. You want to talk about teams that it really doesn't make a difference where they play or how they play, but they're always tight. Uh, Chargers and Kansas City are super tight. The Chargers have covered five of the last six times these teams have played. The only time they didn't cover was when they were winning most of the game. Kansas City came back, pushed it into overtime, and then won by a touchdown instead of, and which ended up beating the spread. So that's the only time out of the last six that the Chargers haven't covered. Uh, I think this is going to be a lot like those games. I don't think it matters. Uh, Kansas City, by the way, is banged up. Kelsey's probably going to play, but he is not himself right now. And frankly, I don't think the Chiefs are themselves. I think they will get back to themselves at some point, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers won this one straight up. So Kelsey hasn't changed his last name to Swift yet? Not he's, yet. He's still, he's, he's still Kelsey? We're thinking by the end of the year, he'll, he'll be either Kelsey Swift, Swift Kelsey, or Swiftsy. We're yeah, not sure Swift, yet. Swift Elsie, whatever it is. It, yeah, it, it, Swift, that's insane. I'm so Swift sick of about her. Well, they're going to... How do you feel about... The, I love the under in this game. I also like the under in this game. I do. I don't Kansas love City's it. Kansas City's defense is better than advertised better. and better than it was. And I don't trust Justin Herbert for anything. I don't trust his coach. I think Brandon Staley is awful. Yes. And he, he finds way to lose. I pick San Diego to go to. I, mean, I don't know. Los Angeles well, I mean, it wasn't open. They decided to keep Staley. That was insane. Yeah, well, so. Anyway, 
There we go. Chargers minus uh, 110, a regular straight pick. 22 to win 20. Your next pick, you're looking at a blowout in the Michigan-Michigan State game. Yeah, Michigan has covered every game since Harbaugh came back. Like, he's wanting to get margin. He's wanting to kick everybody's ass. And whose ass does he want to kick more than Michigan State's? Ohio State's. Well, he, he ain't going to kick their ass. So, <laughs> I mean, Ohio it, it's going to be – this is going to be brutal. He wants to kick Ryan Day's ass. I don't think Michigan State's going to score. Michigan State's bad. They're terrible. They're so bad. They're really bad. How did they get that bad? I mean, the, Tuck, I mean, the Tucker news, I don't know. I mean, he yeah, wasn't that great still. anyway, but I don't know what Just think he could be LSU's coach right now. Yeah, that would Remember that would when, be. That was a, when that looked yeah. like it was going to happen? Just and if I know LSU fans, they'd have hated that also. Yeah, well, I'll tell you this. Here's the reason why I really like this pick. Um, Michigan, is with one thing they're really good at is beating the crap out of terrible teams. Uh, and they don't stop scoring because Harbaugh is a jackass. So, yeah. I mean, he'll keep scoring. Like you were talking about Jaden Daniels doing whatever. Like, he doesn't care. He's going to no. keep scoring until there could be a minute and 20 seconds left, and they're on the 10, up 30, and he's still going to try to score. Yeah, and he's going to, especially if if that's true for any team, it's against this team. Yeah. Like, in and it's at Michigan State. So, he wants to. He wants everybody leaving early. <laughs> All right. Earlier, I say I kind of leaned to, towards this. Um, I made people who were watching the live show with Larry Holder. Um, I made him come to the podcast to get my pick because it's in my best bets, and I wasn't going to give it away. They're going to have to listen you. to the podcast. It's in. It's. You know, it's been a long time since I've picked the Saints to win in my best bets. I mean, I picked them to win many times, but not in my best bets. This is a perfect spot for the Saints. Everybody is running and jumping and screaming to get off that Saints bandwagon. Um, they're home on a short week where they don't have to lick their wounds. They don't have to think about their wounds. Meanwhile, talking about wounds, Jacksonville has plenty of them, and not just Trevor Lawrence. They are banged up all over the place, and this is a even if they weren't banged up, this is a terrible spot for the Jaguars. They they come back from London after ten days in London. They get they go home for a division game against a team that they always beat. They always beat the Colts at home. Now they got to go in the road in a short week, and it's like you know how when you you got a hangover and you you're running around and you forget about the hangover, and as soon as you sit down, you're like, ooh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I think that's where the Jaguars are. This is a perfect spot for the Saints. I think they win this game. I think they win it fairly handily. They're only given one as of the time, as of now when we speak. So that's what I got it. Saints minus one over Jacksonville. They can go back to being the Saints next week. Yeah, I, I love this pick too for Thursday night. Like I just think they killed Jacksonville. Like you said, it's a horrible spot coming back from London. Um, kind of like a get right spike for the Saints coming home. Uh, I can see this being a blowout. Yeah, four, I told you if this. I told you if the Saints scored twenty points a game, they wasn't gonna lose five games. Well. They haven't scored 20. By the way, I think <laughs> I think this is the week where the, the under streak is broken. I think that they're, they're going to go over because I think the Saints are going to score in the mid to upper 20s here. I know Jacksonville's defense is pretty good, but I think they're going to have some issues here. And I still think that the Jags will score whether Lawrence plays or not. He probably will play uh, with, a, with a big brace on his left knee. Um, and that'll be enough to get them to 17-ish. But I'm thinking. Yeah, I can, I can, yeah, I'm thinking 26 to 17. I can see 17. Like, at least I can see the Saints putting up 30. Yeah, it, it could be. Anyway, I like Saints minus one over Jacksonville. That's a $22 pick. We're moving on. Memphis. You got the Memphis Tigers coming off of a loss 
to the Tulane Greenway playing UAB. That was one of my losses. <laughs> yeah. Memphis against UAB this week. UAB is terrible. The By the way, it's minus five and a half. They, uh, I just, I don't like this UAB team at all. They're bad. It, Memphis only giving up five and a half. I just, I, I can see this being a huge blowout. I, I don't know if I'm missing something. If I mean, it's an emotional loss last week for Memphis. They were up uh, it is. What, 7 or 10. They uh, wound up losing about 14. They were up 21 to 10 and lost 31 yeah, 21. Yeah, because I had them plus 5. But um, anyway, so it's just, I, I, I just love this spot. No, not that I'm bitter, especially being too late. Well, see, that's the, 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 a, good, a good better will come back and say, you know what, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm going to forget about that, and I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to go with the team I think is going to, you know, if I think they're going to be be good again next week, yeah. then I'm going to go with them, and well, you're doing that here. And it's, like I said, it's more about the team they play, and UAB is just awful. Their defense is terrible. Well, they had a guy at the sports book tell me, sitting, watching all the games, and he said, oh, I've never been on that team. They they, they got me this one time. You and can't say never battle. I, yeah, that's so I, He said, I'm never going to battle on them again. I said, well, you're always going to be a losing better if you could. Yeah, exactly. If, if you, you, you go round up one out of teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And spoiler alert, I'm, I'm doing a similar thing with my top pick coming up, but I, we're not there yet. We can't go there. So you got Memphis minus five and a half over UAB, 22 to win 20. My... Next pick is a teaser. I've been doing, I've been off and on with it. Last year, I was rolling with the teasers. Uh, this year started off bad. It's been getting a little bit better. So we're going with the teaser here. Uh, one leg, I absolutely love. The other leg, I like um, enough to put it in the two hole here. Detroit plus nine over Baltimore. And if, again, if you're new to this show, if you're new to betting, what a teaser is, it's like a parlay. You, you, you have to, you bet two teams or more. In this case, betting two teams. They both have to win. The only caveat is, and the gift is, you get six points for each side that you bet on. Uh, and it's minus 120 to play, which means $12 to win 10. In this case, I'm betting 24 to win 20. Detroit, which is a three-point underdog against Baltimore. So you get them at plus nine. I love the Lions. They're, I don't see them getting blown out here. I know they have injuries, but... Um, I think they're going to be fine. Their running game is still going to be solid. Jared Goff is, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Jared Goff is in the MVP conversation right now. We're third of the way through the season. Their receiving car core is great. Defense is playing good enough. And I don't think Baltimore is going to blow anybody out that's decent. I think the wrong team's favorite here, to be honest. I think Detroit should be favorite. So you're going to give me nine, I'll take it. And then, you know, people are, even the big betters, they were giving Arizona way too much credit. Now they're realizing Arizona sucks. So give me Seattle minus two at home over Arizona is my other league. There you go. Detroit plus nine over Baltimore. Seattle minus two over Arizona. Yeah, I like this. I like this much better as a teaser because I, I, I hate Jared Goff on the road outdoors. Yeah. But plus nine, I, like you said, I, I don't see this Baltimore team blowing anybody out. The weather's I mean, supposed I, to be nice, so I don't think the weather's yeah. going to be a factor. I don't think the weather's going to be a fact. I mean, Lamar's always a fact. I don't know who this Baltimore team is. I don't think they know. I, I have no idea. Like one week Lamar week. runs, the other week he tries to throw. Like, I, I don't know. It's just. Well, even if it's good, even nine. if it's good Lamar, exactly. Even if it's good Lamar, I don't think they win by more than nine. I don't think they win by two scores. We yeah, shall see. I can't see them win by double digits. All right, your best bet is a money line bet. It's an interesting one. It's one of the marquee games of the week. Penn State playing Ohio State. You're taking the Nets at plus 158. 
Is it bad that I knew I was taking this like three weeks ago? Uh, yeah, especially if you just kind of stuck with it and you made your number one pick. Maybe. I mean, it just it just screams Penn State upset here. This is going to be a slog fest. This is going to be this Ohio State team's kind of banged up. You want to talk about the Niners being banged up? Their best receiver, Buku, is didn't play last week. Didn't even make the trip. Their top running back, Williams, is a little a little banged up. Like I, I this Penn, I love this Penn State team. I think it's going to come down to Penn State, Michigan State, at the end of the year on who's going to win this conference. I mean, it's just this Michigan State team. Franklin always covers. Uh, they, they covered every game this year. I, I think that's a good value play. Um, so for that reason, I would endorse it. I don't know if I'm going to play it or not. Um, I mean, Ohio State is two and seven against the spread since yeah. 2021 against ranked teams. So I know I'm not taking so the spread. You, I was say, why didn't you take the spread then? The spread's four and a half. I just think Penn State's going to win. I'm trying to get value out of it. I, I, I just. Yeah. I, I could see that. Um, I would probably rather take the four and a half. By the way. Uh, just in case you don't know and think we're just like throwing out these numbers and whatever, we play everything that we put up here. So we back up our own picks. I can tell you that I have I have put money on every single pick I put on this show. Every single pick, and I know Nick has as well. So Yeah, I'm, I'm about 95%. Like if I don't like something this weekend that changes from Wednesday yeah. to Wednesday. If, if a number changes that we don't play, and most of the stuff, I don't know about you, Nick, but um, a lot of the, a lot of my bets, I make them earlier in the week. Not always. Sometimes I think I'm going to get it. Yeah, by like number. Thursday, I'm, I'm starting to make bets. Yeah. So, um, and I know that, look, the, the, the people with the big money, they're betting from Monday to Sunday. I mean, oh, we yeah. don't know. Ne- we don't necessarily do that. I mean, I make, you know, some guys will bet. If I lived things. in Vegas, I would. Jesus. Yeah. That, that's so nice over there. Probably a good thing we don't live there. All right. Yeah, my, my final pick of the, to finish up the show goes back to the spoiler alert. Just because you get burned by them doesn't mean you can't take them the next week. I love my, this is one of my bets of the year. This is a great spot for Philadelphia. Look, when good teams get burned, like they, they got burned last week because of their own doing, you know, I don't want, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite and go back. I'm not, San Francisco just played bad. Didn't have anything to do with coaching. It was, a, it was a flat spot for San Francisco. I think they're in another flat spot. And this Cleveland defense is really good. For sure. This game is different because Philly screwed up on their own. Philly screwed their own selves. I mean, they can go back. If they just run the ball there at the end of the game, they win the game. The Jets aren't going to go down. Jets aren't going to go down the field and kick a field goal. If they pin them at the 20, even if they, they get a touchback, they're not going from the 20 to the 35 and kicking a field goal. They're just not. So Sirianni screwed himself in multiple ways. I think he knows that. I think you look at the teams that Miami beat has beaten, their last three wins have come against teams with a combined record of two and 16. I don't give a rat's ass that they beat the hell out of Denver. They beat the hell out of the Giants. They beat the hell out of the Panthers. Who cares? They're terrible teams. I think Mike, Mike McDaniel is getting way too much love right now. I am not on the two a train yet. Look, I think they're good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're a playoff team. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC East. Buffalo beat the hell out of them for a reason. Um, they're not there yet. They're the same team they were last year, in my opinion. And to me, Philadelphia is better than they are, and they got something to prove. I don't get why this line is only minus two in Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I don't understand that either. Miami is not the same team on the road that they are at home. At home, they're an offensive juggernaut. We see what they look like on the road against Buffalo. Like, exactly. 
I, I love Philly this week. Well, we're going to be uh, – we're both all over it then. We'll see how it goes. Um, any final words there, Nick? Uh, what do you like uh, LSU this week? They're playing like Army. The under. Are you giving – I'm, I'm going back to the under. Yeah. Like, I, I hate – do it again, huh? It's like, I'm going to do what it is again. It, 57-ish? Yeah. I mean, this LSU defense, are they going to stop the triple option? Yeah, I think like, they can. It, and are they are they preparing for this triple option? Like, are they? No, they're, they're preparing for Alabama. Exactly. They got to buy next week, then they got Bama. Like, just get in, get out, get the win, go home, prepare for Alabama. They're probably, and I haven't seen anything, but I'm guessing they're going to wear those ugly purple jerseys. I think they, so, too. It's homecoming. They're playing. They always wear them when they play somebody that's just nobodies and this is a perfect week to wear them. So yeah, I could see this being a lackluster my, performance. My, my last scratch out pick was Oklahoma this week. Okay. I All just, right. I could see them beating yeah. up. I mean, they, they were off last week after beating Texas, not even yeah. back home and nobody's talking about them after that win. Nobody's talking about this Oklahoma team. So I think they're going to be like, Hey, remember us? And you are, you're talking about them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, how many people are listening to this though? You know, why, you know why I root for him? Because Lincoln Riley's not there anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fun. Anyway. All right, well, let's go have another big week and uh, win us some money and people some money. We haven't mm-hmm. done a 5-0 yet, right? We have not done a 5-0. Wouldn't it be some stuff if we went 4-1, and one, both of us, and then the next week we both went 5-0? That'd be some kind of record. But then I would have to listen to you, like, brag about getting San Francisco right, so... I don't know if I'm rooting oh, for you to go 5-0. Both of us can't go 5-0 this week, huh? No, I don't oh, have no, you in my best bet. You don't have me. Oh, you just bet me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just betting you. So, we'll see oh, how that's it goes. Who they play. I was trying to think of Oklahoma play. They play UCF. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. We'll see how it goes. All right, well, we'll talk to you next week. All right, bud. So, there you go. There are picks. I gave you my reasoning for why I think the Saints will be uh, better. I think the Saints will win. Defense. Offense should be able to throw the ball deeper, all sorts of things. See, man, man, which about realized when I talked low and just turned the volume up that I'd be much better? Just talk in the mic and talk low and almost whisper. It's amazing what I could do. Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Well, I thank you for going through it. Um, I, I pre- Anybody who listened to this entire show, give yourself a pat on the back. You did one hell of a job. I will be back Friday if my voice allows me to be back and talk by myself for a half an hour, I will be back Friday. If there is no Datitude Friday, you'll know that I'm not better. But one thing I can do is give you a programming note. There will definitely not be a show on Monday. No reason to. Saints are playing Thursday, not Sunday. So no show on Monday. We'll be back next week with our regular schedule after that on Thursday and Friday. So we hope we helped you make a lot of money like we did last week if you you were paying attention. If not, go make a lot of money this week. Until then, we'll talk to you later. Have a great week, everybody. Peace and love, my friends. Look at them yo-yos. That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the end.